Hey, this is Kyle Papadum. I'm the pastor of Legacy Church, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this encourages you and helps you experience what God is doing in your life. Enjoy the message. So glad you're a part of our church service this morning. We're just delighted to be able to share the love of Christ with all of you. And some of you we know, some of you we don't know, but we're glad you're with us today. My name is Phil. I'm one of the pastors here at Legacy Church, and it's just an honor for me to share a message this morning that I believe God has put on my heart for you. You know, we're living in precarious times, obviously. That's the reason you're watching this service on video. But I think sometimes, even in the middle of serious situations, we just need to look at ourselves in the mirror and laugh. Can I honestly say that I really am enjoying all of the memes that are being posted on social media? I have laughed my head off this week at some of them. But I'm a pastor, and so as a pastor, I always like the church humor. And so let me just give you a couple of the memes that I have really enjoyed this past week. One simply says, we pastors spent a lot of time trash-talking televangelists, and now look, we're all televangelists. I also like the sign that I saw that says, where two or more, but less than 10, are gathered. And another one that I, I found a lot of humor in, if you bought 30 rolls of toilet paper, you owe the church three. Tithing has not been canceled. But I think my all-time favorite that I have read so far is simply this one. If you need 144 rolls of toilet paper for a 14-day quarantine, you probably should have seen a doctor long before COVID-19. Sometimes we just need to laugh. Yes, life is serious, but we can also enjoy it. But today, I just want to share a message. Maybe it is a little bit more on the serious side, but I just want to talk to you a little bit about surrender and about surrendering. Our world has surrendered so much in the last three weeks. It has changed so much. Mickey Mouse has shut down. The lines at the grocery store are just almost unbearable. The stock market is extremely volatile. The National Basketball Association shut down. Schools and universities shut down. The PGA, one of my favorites, and the Masters is shut down this year. The Olympics are shut down. We can't meet face to face. March Madness is no longer about college basketball. March Madness now is trying to buy toilet paper at Costco. And you know what? I can't even get my hair cut. Supposed to have it cut this afternoon, but that's not happening. We have surrendered all of these things so quickly. I want to read a passage of scripture to you. Paul writes in the book of Romans, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world. No, not at all. But transform, be transformed by God into the new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn how to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. I want to kind of concentrate on the one passage or the one line in this passage that says, give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. 
giving our bodies to God. What does that mean? It means giving our lives completely over to Him. This is surrender. Surrender in our culture is actually so countercultural. When we hear the very word surrender, it makes us feel so negative or demeaned or put down or weak. It's like the word submit. Some words we just don't like to hear and we don't like to obey. But just listen to some of the synonyms for the word surrender. Abandonment, abdication, acquiescence, renunciation, submission, appeasement, cessation, relenting, to relinquish, to resign, to succumb. Why in the world would we want to be involved in something that sounds so negative? Why would we want to surrender? Why not just throw in the white towel now? Let's just wave a white flag and say, I give up. Well, we don't give up because we need to understand that God's word is filled with paradoxes. There are paradoxes throughout scripture. If you want to be rich, give it away. If you want to gain your life, lay it down. The whole idea of surrender is filled with tensions. I want to just key in on three simple tensions of surrendering. The first one, the tension between surrendering and giving up. God never calls us to give up. In fact, the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians, so let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Surrendering to Christ and his leadership in our life is not giving up. It is the truest way of showing that you are moving forward in your relationship with Jesus. So we don't give up ever. We keep on going for the sake of Christ. And we are seeing today so many opportunities to share Christ with so many people in different ways. It is definitely not the time to give up. It is the time to surrender our lives to God. A second tension that there is, is the tension between voluntary surrender and obligatory surrender. You know, if someone comes up to me with a gun and says, give me your money, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna voluntarily, no, obligatory, I am going to surrender immediately. It's like, here, I am surrendering. You see, we live in a world and Jesus is calling us to a deeper walk of obedience in that world. He wants us to voluntarily surrender our will, our desire, our pursuits over to him. Why? So he can control us? No. So he can love us and so he can bless us and so he can use us. It says in John chapter 15, this is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay one's life down for one's friends. If you are my friends, you are my friends if you do what I command. I just love that verse. I think it, it just, it hits the nail right on the head. So much of what is going on in our world today is all about surrendering. We are surrendering our way of life for the greater good. We are trying to do what is right 
in light of this virus. The third tension is the tension between surrendering to man and surrendering to God. When we surrender to God, we can confidently know that he will always act with our highest good within his heart for us. Mankind, however, not that kind. Mankind, if we surrender to man, a lot of times will just want to take advantage of us or they will want to use us for their own purposes. My niece was at a store recently trying to buy toilet paper, as we all are. And as she was looking over the shelves, she saw up on the very top shelf a few packages left of toilet paper. She couldn't reach the packages, so she found a broom and went back and used the broom to pull the toilet paper off the shelf. As she was pulling the toilet paper off the shelf, other people were right there and they were taking the rolls of toilet paper before she could ever get her own toilet paper. That's the way man is. Man is selfish, but God is selfless and he wants to help us. I love what it says in Proverbs chapter 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. We can acknowledge him because he is going to act with our highest good. I also love the verse in Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So we don't have to worry about our our restraints here on earth. We don't have to worry about the limitations of government on us during this time, but we can simply live our life at peace knowing that Jesus Christ is going to use us and he's going to act on our highest good. So I encourage you with these today. You know, if I could give you a homework assignment for today, it would simply be this. Read and meditate and contemplate on Romans chapter 12. It's just an amazing book. But I think it's interesting that we will surrender so much, so fast to mankind and his ways. But yet, when it comes to surrendering to God, we resist. We want to do it our way. We believe that we know more than God. Well, I can assure you today that the coronavirus has not taken God by surprise. Not at all. Not one bit. God knows everything. God knows you and God knows your heart. God knows the fears that you were going through. Allow him access into your life by surrendering your life to him. You know, when we were in the process of pre-launch for Legacy Church, we spent a lot of time talking and discussing about what our values would be. And our values are basically an acrostic of the word legacy. And all of our values encompass the whole concept of surrender. When we lead with love, which is our first value, to lead with love, you have to surrender for the well-being of other people. If you want to expect the miraculous, then you have to surrender to God and his ways to see the miraculous happen. When we give extravagantly, we have to surrender our time, our talent, and our resources. And when we give those to God, then he will bless what we give extravagantly. When we actively show compassion, 
you can't show compassion without surrendering your will. Because sometimes, let me just say, it's not necessarily convenient to show compassion, but it's what God has called us to do. And then celebrate community. If you want to celebrate community, if you want to really enjoy other people, even during a quarantine, you can, but you are going to have to surrender. You're going to have to surrender your will and your time to God. And finally, why? The why stands for yield to the Spirit. The only way in which you and I can honestly yield to the Spirit is by surrendering to the Spirit. I love what this passage says uh, in the very next verse, Romans 12, 3. He says, For I say to everyone not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. In other words, we need to think less about ourselves and more about our community, more about our church community, more about the community in which we live. Barbara was walking outside the other day simply to go to the mailbox. And as she was coming back, a man she had never seen before that lives in our complex just started talking to her, wanting some answers. He said, America will never be the same again. He was so down and downcast. And at that moment, Barbara was able to give him a friendly smile and just tell him about the love of God and tell him, you know what? God has everything under control. You can have that peace in your life in the midst of the storm when you surrender to God. And Paul will emphasize this whole concept of surrendering all through this 12 chapter of the book of Romans. So I encourage you again, read on today. But in verse 10, he says, love each other with genuine affection. In verse 13, he said, when God's people are in need, be ready to help them. He says in verse 13 as well, always be eager to practice hospitality. You might say, how do I practice hospitality? I can't have anybody in my home. No, but you can show hospitality by giving somebody a call. You can check in on someone else. You can ask how they are doing, and that is true hospitality. In verse 17, he says, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And in verse 18, he says, do all that you can do to live in peace with everyone. All of these great things, they take one thing, surrender, surrendering our will. In the first part of the passage, he reminds us that we are unable to put others first until we first put God. God has to be on top in our life. He has to be our ultimate priority. The second half of the passage reminds us that if we surrender to God, God will use us and we will be productive for him. If our minds are really transformed from self-centeredness to other-centeredness, imitating Christ, who surrendered himself for others, then we will see true reconciliation, justice, and faithfulness ahead of our self-serving interest. But it all comes down to our value of yield to the Spirit. In other words, surrender to the Spirit of God. Yield to the crown of the cross. I think it's interesting that corona actually means crown. And yet we will yield to the crown of Corona so quickly. And yet we will resist yielding 
to the crown of the cross. I want to encourage you. This is our time to surrender. Surrender your lives to Christ. Surrender your pursuits to Christ and watch what he will do. Where else are you going to put your trust today? Are you going to put your trust in your job, in your career? Are you going to put your trust in your 401k? Are you going to put your trust into your bank account? Or maybe are you going to put your trust into our healthcare system? Are you going to trust our government or the stock market? Are you going to trust other people? I want to encourage you today. Put your trust in Jesus Christ by surrendering your will to his. I believe that what the church today is facing through the coronavirus is the single biggest paradigm shift since the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We have an opportunity today to share Jesus Christ through modern technologies literally around the world. We heard of just one, one church platform last weekend that recorded over 28,000 people saying, I want to accept Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you, surrender your life to God and watch what he will do for you and through you. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. Yes, it's awkward being able to preach in front of a camera instead of a, a live audience. I miss seeing our church people so much. I miss the fellowship so much of being together with people. But yet I also recognize that today is a great day to share Jesus Christ in creative ways with people around us. Check in on your neighbors. Check in on family. See how they're doing. Surrender your will to the will of Christ and watch how he will use you. I believe the blessed life is the life that is totally surrendered to Jesus Christ, to his will. And I would just pray for each of you that you would submit to him and watch what he wants to do in you. I would also just like to say we would appreciate your prayers as well. I know right now the leadership of Legacy Church is talking about Easter and how we're gonna celebrate Easter, what we're gonna do as a church for Easter. We want the mind of Christ. We want to surrender our ways to his so that more people can come to know Jesus Christ through our efforts. If you have never surrendered your life to Jesus, I wanna give you that opportunity right now. I wanna encourage you to call out on Jesus. He's here for you right now in this moment. If you will simply repeat this prayer, then Jesus Christ will come into your life and he will take care of all of your worries, all of your frustrations, all of your sins. I encourage you, if you would like, to literally pray out loud after I pray. Dear Jesus, I want to thank you today for your love. I want to thank you today, Jesus, because you surrendered your life for me. And God, I have made a lot of mistakes. I have a lot of sin in my life. And I need you to be the forgiver, the savior of my soul. Would you forgive me today of all of my sins and help me 
to submit my life to you. Help me to surrender my will to your will. I thank you, Jesus, because you love me so much. Be near to me and help me through this difficult time of the coronavirus. Amen. Thank you for joining us. And special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you that this ministry is possible. You can click the link in the description below to give now, or you can go to LegacyChurch.online for more information. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, take a screenshot, share it on your social stories, and tag us at Legacy Church Tustin. Thanks again for listening. God bless.